on with the show. Uh, very happy again once to ha- once again to have you all with us on this very cold and chilly night. Uh, we all know what is going to happen in the next couple three days. Uh, it's going to get very very cold, uh, much colder than uh, we've seen all year long. Temperatures in the single digits on Friday uh, and uh, Friday night into Saturday as well. It is going to feel quite a bit like Christmas is supposed to feel if you like the cold part of it. Now, if you're doing some traveling uh, in the next couple of days, uh, keep your eyes uh, on the skies and, uh, yeah, okay, everything is good. Thumbs up on the audio here. Uh, uh, keep your eyes on the, on, the, on the weather because things are about to change and, and you could be delayed if you're flying out from a particular place in this country because this storm is moving from west to east. And uh, as uh, the days move along uh, to Thursday, which is supposed to be uh, the big day around here when uh, we're supposed to start out with uh, rain. And then uh, by the time the sun goes down and we get into the evening, we could see uh, some wintry precipitation uh, in whatever form that takes. Maybe some snowflakes out there. Uh, Don't really know how much we're going to get. Seems to me not much down here. But then again, you never know about these things. So just keep a watch on things. But in the meantime, stay warm. I mean, seriously, layer up and uh, make sure that if you have some, uh, you know, grandparents or some seniors that you uh, look after, watch over, please make sure they're warm and, and, and in good shape, of course. Watch your pets and uh, your plants. And, uh, you know, you might want to do a little drip, 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 you know, on the faucets uh, so they don't freeze up because it is going to be some kind of cold. Now, let me back up a minute because I know a lot of you are saying, but Chip, how do we get this fine piece of radio broadcasting? Yeah, I get it. I understand that. Well, there are several ways to do that. Uh, We are on live right now on uh, 91.7 WYXR on the FM side. Uh, We are also on the TuneIn app live. Uh, We are also on this little deal called Facebook Live. Uh, So you should check us out if if you're out there and available to do that. Uh, tomorrow when they post the show, we will be on YouTube. And, of course, as we are a podcast, you can find us wherever it is you get your podcast. So you got all that information. I know it was a lot to absorb at one time, but I think, you know, you guys are a pretty sharp crowd and you do it. I don't see me. I don't see Facebook Live going on out here. I don't know if that's happening yet or not, but hopefully it, it, it will be. We'll see. Uh, at least I don't see it on my phone. So anyway. But listen, so uh, as we move along, we're going to have a good show tonight, I think. We're going to talk about uh, some uh, pretty in-depth issues. The first one, of course, uh, uh, I want to have a conversation about uh, kind of some shocking news that happened about a week or so ago uh, when uh, uh, Steven Twitch Boss, uh, the dancer and choreographer, executive producer on The Ellen Show, uh, he died. And... uh, apparently by his own hands of suicide. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well and how people feel. And, you know, we need to really pay a lot more attention to other folks because, you know, while we have the perception uh, that someone is doing okay, that does not mean that they're doing okay. Uh, There could be a lot of issues that folks are dealing with that don't want to share that information with you. And I'm going to say it at the top. You know what? check on folks for no other reason than just to check on them, all right? Because you never know how a person is feeling. Someone you may have had beef with, someone you may have had a disagreement with, and you decide you don't want to have a communication with them anymore. You know what? You need to time out for all that, all right? Put that away. Put that in your back pocket. Put that in the safe and never open it again, all right? Because people are hurting out here, 
And we're going to talk about that with Dr. Dan Board. He's a psychiatrist over at Lakeside. And we're going to talk about uh, that uh, in light of uh, what happened to uh, uh, Stephen Twitch boss last week. We're also going to be speaking with Josh Spickler. Josh is the executive director of Just City. And, of course, uh, you know, they are, they are for legal fairness, uh, you know, for everyone in this city. And I want to find out from him uh, where he thinks uh, things are going uh, now. Again, there he is. Uh, now that we lost, uh, now that we have new leadership uh, in the, the DA's office and also in juvenile court. So that should be an interesting conversation. And a bit later on, uh, we should have uh, John Best. That name sounds familiar to you. Uh, he is a mainstay, longtime mainstay at radio station 88.5 FM, the voice of MCS. Well, let's see, Memphis, MSCS. That's what it is now. And uh, he's also the general manager of that station and uh, the television station C19 TV. So I look forward to having a chance to, to speak with Big John uh, in the second half of the program. But as we do at the top, we always want to celebrate you. This is your time. If you had a birthday this past weekend or this week coming up uh, or, you know, or today, uh, this is your time. But I can't, I, I just can't shout you out until I say, hit it, Brent. A lot of birthdays going on today, so how about we get to it? Happy birthday to Yvette Salter, celebrating today. Jeanette Stevenson, happy birthday. John Edwards, celebrating your birthday today. Leanne Kleinman is celebrating her birthday today, as is Veronica Rowell. Chris Harris, celebrating today. Carol White, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Carlos Hale. Angela Washington celebrating her birthday today, as is L.Q. Williams. Janata Dunlap is celebrating his birthday today, as is Coco Chanel, Joyce Burnett, one of my former colleagues at uh, the um, Sheriff's Office. And Bridget Sneed Bell is celebrating today, and Lola has a birthday. Go ahead, Lola, pop that mic. Happy ninth birthday, Miss Lacey Faith Miles. Lacey Faith Miles. Did you say nine? Miles. Miles, right? Lacey Faith. Well, happy ninth birthday, Lacey Faith Miles. And happy birthday to each and every one of you. We look forward to being here next year to celebrate your next trip around the sun. Thank you, Brent. So, uh, in the news notes uh, on this day, of course, uh, many of you have probably heard that the former president, Donald Trump, uh, has now been referred by the January 6th committee uh, to the DOJ on four criminal counts. Uh, now, you know, we'll see where all this uh, where, where all this takes. And this is this is, uh, you know, kind of one of the last nails in the coffin in terms of his month. He's had a bad month. I mean, his business has been was, uh, you know, was caught with their hand in the cookie jar and convicted on like 12 counts. And and, uh, you know, he's, he's he says he's running for president again. Think it's losing a little bit of its steam and luster out there right now. So, uh, with uh, these forecasts, so we'll see what the DOJ does. DOJ, Department of Justice, we'll see what they does. Four criminal counts forwarded to the DOJ. We'll see what happens next. Uh, mourning the loss of uh, two teenagers that were shot and killed over the weekend, uh, Rains and Kirby, around that area overnight, about one o'clock in the morning, uh, traveling with someone else. Car pulls up. Opens up, opens fire. 
kills a 17-year-old boy and a 14-year-old girl that was in the car. No suspects as of yet. So when we last uh, communicated, we talked about this uh, 3G agreement, which basically would return all of the schools in Germantown back under the Germantown city banner. Well, all of the individuals who had to vote on that uh, voted on it and accepted the deal. And uh, looks like, uh, you know, things are going to start to get to moving in terms of all of that. Uh, you know, there's going to be a new high school that's going to be built. Uh, that's going to be partially funded uh, by the uh, Shelby County uh, Commission. So, you know, things are moving forward. We'll see what happens with that. Now, listen, I have said this to you uh, many, many times, and I would not be a responsible journalist, which I think I am, if I did not mention the fact that flu cases are up and COVID cases are starting to rise. Uh, COVID cases are rising uh, because, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, these, these uh, you know, some of these variants are immune to, to some of the, uh, you know, uh, the uh, vaccines that, that are out there. But I will tell you this, you would be very wise uh, to get a COVID booster vaccine. I got one today. I have my hand up. If you're watching me on Facebook Live, I have my hand up. Uh, I got my booster shot today. It's very, very, very important. Also, for folks who are immune compromised, please go out and get, get the booster, okay? Now, I'll say this again. The disclaimer is very simple. Does not keep you from getting COVID because it's everywhere. Nobody's wearing a mask. Nobody's protecting themselves. People sneezing all over everybody in the whole nine yards. Uh, but if you get it, uh, it may minimize the symptoms that you will have. Uh, so please, 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 seriously, go out. And if you hadn't gotten a flu shot, get the flu shot, all right? Because flu is as bad as it's been in a decade. And again, COVID numbers are going up. in the United States government, when they start sending out free COVID testing again, which they're starting to do now, you can, you know, send off to get a free COVID test. That means that something's up, all right? <clears throat> so once again, uh, please, please think about it and get that done if you can. I mentioned last week that there were a lot of uh, concerts coming to town, and Lola got all excited when we talked about, so, you know, Patti LaBelle is coming, right? I like Patti LaBelle. Uh, and, and, of course, uh, Lizzo will be here in April. She's big time. Janet Jackson will be here, uh, you know, uh, with her Together Again tour, and along with Ludacris. And uh, uh, the new edition is coming here as well, you know. So, I mean, there, there are a lot of shows coming to Memphis, Tennessee. And, of course, in November of next year, the one and the only Anita Baker. Lola, you like Anita Baker? Yeah. You, you think you're going to go to the concert? Yeah. We can't, we can't hear you. I, I was trying to get you to, to turn Yes, I will be there to see Miss Anita Baker. All right. What about Janet? Yes, Miss Janet and Miss Lizzo. Yes, and Miss Patty, too. Yes, hey, T.T. Patty. Oh, Lord have mercy. You got a lot of money. You must be, you hang out with you. got a lot of money. You tickets going to cost a lot of money, man. But, but listen, a lot of good entertainment coming to the big city next year. So uh, get out there and buy, 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 and support all of your favorite artists that are coming to M-Town in 2023. You got anything to add? You, you're looking at me. I was good. Okay. That's fine. All right. So we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to talk with... Uh, uh, a man I haven't spoken with in a while, Josh Spickler. Josh is the executive director of Just City. And uh, if you don't know what that's all about, he's going to explain it to you. We're going to talk about uh, some of the legal doings and if the new administration is uh, to his satisfaction. This is Real Talk Memphis for a Monday evening, a cold Monday evening. I'm Chip. You know who you are. Quick break. Right back.
If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. Support for WYXR comes from Farmburger. Farmburger is your neighborhood grass-fed burger joint located in the East Atrium of Crosstown Concourse, offering custom grass-fed burgers, seasonal salads, and more. Farmburger takes pride in their grass-fed beef and partners with local farmers such as Home Place Pastures, Bonnie Blue Farm, and Marmalou Farms. For more information, visit farmburger.com. WYXR is supported by Minglewood Hall, presenting Mo on Saturday, March 11th. For three decades, Mo has been known for their musical synergy, showmanship, and song crafting. More information at minglewoodhallmemphis.com. WYXR is supported by Shell Days Music Festival, presented by Mempho, April 21st and 22nd at Overton Park Shell. Shell Days will feature two days of music with Trampled by Turtles, Southern Avenue, Leftover Salmon, Neil Francis, Paul Thorne, and Bailey Bigger. More information at MemphoPresents.com. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. Welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this um, chilly Monday evening in the city. Very happy uh, to have you with us, and of course, very happy to have uh, my first guest. Uh, have not spoken with him on air probably in about two plus years, maybe closer to three. Uh, but uh, very happy to have him back uh, with us. Is uh, he is Josh Spickler? He is the executive director of Just City. And Josh, it's good to see you, and I'm happy that you uh, were able to return back to Real Talk Memphis. Good to see you, Chip. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. So you know, uh, for 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 the uninformed. Uh, kind of tell them what Just City is all about. I know that you're for equity, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, our, 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 our criminal court system and a lot of other things. And, and that's going to lead me into another question. But, but let folks know kind of the, the philosophy of uh, Just City. Sure. We're about seven, year old, seven years old. Um, we formed when, when I was an attorney in the Shelby County Public Defender's Office. And, uh, and our mission is to just make sure the criminal legal system works for everyone, no matter of wealth, no matter of race, ethnicity, that it's that it's fair for people who go through it, that it brings accountability to people who uh, have broken the law, but it, that it does so fairly, that it gets justice for victims, um, that it protects us and actually improves public safety. Uh, there are plenty of areas uh, that I can point to in this system where it does not, not do any of those things. And yeah. so um, we've got a few programs that... Uh, that we work on uh, some of those issues. 
So you know, I know that uh, you're you're pretty you're pretty well connected uh, with, uh, with the with the, some of the folks who handle these things on a daily basis, like our new DA uh, Steve Mulroy, and of course the uh, the juvenile court uh, judge uh, Tarek Sugarman. And I've you know full disclosure, I've seen you you know a few times you know out and about meeting and and talking with folks. <laughs> Uh, I guess first things first, uh, do you think uh, with the current election and the individuals uh, now in, 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 in these places uh, that, that, we can, that, we, that we can maybe start to move uh, towards some of the reforms uh, that you and your organization and a lot of other folks are, are looking for? I do. I do. I think for a long time, this community, uh, and especially the criminal legal system, the public safety policy apparatus in this town was was led and, and continues to be led in some ways by people who believe that incarceration has a certain impact that it does not have. And so, um, you know, we can definitely talk more specifics, but I, but I think the new district attorney, the new juvenile court judge, they have an outlook on policy and uh, on the decisions that they make and the, their employees make in those offices every day. It doesn't just depend on incarceration. It doesn't just depend on the threat of incarceration that uh, uh, that recognizes that crime is very complicated, that solving it does not just mean putting someone away for longer and longer and longer until we stop it. And so I'm really excited that we've turned that corner as a community, that we've decided that we're going to try other things. We're going to keep holding people accountable. Sure. And Steve Mulroy always talks about focusing with a, like a laser on violent crime, and that's what we have to do. Uh, but there are plenty of other areas in the system where incarceration is not the answer, where prosecution is not the answer. And so I'm hopeful that, yeah, we'll we'll make some progress in some in some great areas over the next few years. I would imagine that uh, that in those two particular positions, uh, listening uh, is uh, to the community is a great part of what really needs to happen. Uh, organizations like yours uh, and, and others out there who have, uh, you know, suggestions and ideas on how what uh, on what real reform looks like, but I want to ask you uh, a, a question about um, what we are all dealing with these days, and that is the extraordinary escalation of juvenile crime. And you know, the fact is that if a 15-year-old or someone under the age of 18 commits a major felony, uh, you know, the decision is or the thought process is, okay, well, what happens next? You know, should a 15-year-old be sent to adult court? Uh, or or stay in juvenile court. We know that if you stay in juvenile court, you commit a crime, they have to let you out by the age of 19. Both Steve Mulroy and Judge Sugarman uh, have spoken of the blended sentencing possibility. What do you think about that? And is that really a feasible idea, you know, in, in from, from your view? Well, no, back up real quick if I can. Um, and we don't have a lot of time, but like, this idea that there is this rapid escalation, that there is this crisis on our hands, like this narrative needs a little pushback. Um, I'm not saying that juvenile crime is not up. I'm not saying that it doesn't feel like it's up. I'm certainly not saying that there's a lot of reporting and news stories about youth involved in crime. Those are all three things. Mm -hmm. But you look at the data and you dig down. This is not crisis level stuff. There was an article in the Commercial Appeal just uh, in sorry in the Daily Memphian just last week about youth involved in homicides, and the headline was something like you know, uh, on the rise. And, and it was one incident year to year. So like that narrative that things are crazy out of control needs a little pushback because we have a problem and we should deal with it. And to your question, yes, I think that obviously there's a middle ground here somewhere where you need the ability to, to, to provide people's needs and hold them accountable beyond the age of 18. Mm -hmm. And the blended sentencing is what you mentioned. Mm -hmm. I don't think we've had enough of an opportunity in this community with the district attorney, with the new uh, judge to 
just transfer fewer children and try other methods that don't require state law change. Uh, I think we should be given a little bit of time to do uh, what we know works with our new elected officials before we get the state general assembly involved with some law change like blended sentencing. Yeah, that that seems to be. I mean, you know, in lieu of you know any other thoughts or suggestions or ideas, you know, something that would. And I heard Judge Sugarman say this. You know, keep them keep them you know confined a bit longer uh, to maybe be able to you know exercise uh, some uh, rehabilitation efforts or or some other type of training or or something you know that would that would be you know uh, that would create a more productive atmosphere, you know, rather than, you know, staying in for a couple, three years and then being released out to the streets with nothing. And I know that, you know, you're pretty big on, on, on really, you know, reform and trying to give these folks, not everybody, you know, deserves to be locked up forever. And and there there are situations and circumstances that are different for everybody. But I think the rehabilitation aspect of, of at least if you're going to be incarcerated, shouldn't you be trained to do something productive when you get out? Of course, of course. And that's another, I think, issue you've identified with blended sentencing is that it only works if we do those things you're talking about, right? If we provide the resources to rehabilitate, Mm -hmm. to train, to support people who have needs, people who have maybe harmed and need to be held accountable or punished for that, but they also have needs. And our current system doesn't meet those needs in any way, shape, form, or fashion. It's very difficult to make a case that our current system, whether youth or adult-focused, rehabilitates people when they're in custody. And so uh, to have a blended sentencing option without those supportive services, without a new approach to how people spend their time while they're incarcerated, it's not going to work. It's simply going to include more people, which is what we've been trying for 30 years and hasn't worked. So so you're exactly right, but that comes first. Re- su- support services, uh, options other than sitting in a cage for three, four, five years or decades is is got to be part of this equation. I don't know if you heard about this uh, today or not, but I did hear something in this morning uh, reference to the fact that Illinois is now the only state in this country that has eliminated cash bond. And I know you have uh, some thoughts about that. First of all, what do you think about that? Well, what Illinois has done is 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 changed its approach to pretrial detention. People confuse these terms a lot of times, and there's been a lot of uh, a lot of hand wringing about what Illinois has done that they've you know eliminated bail for certain crimes. And people take that to mean like if you're charged with robbery, you won't be held in jail until we find out if you committed the robbery or not. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Illinois has decided to take money out of this and and actually assess the people who are charged with crimes, risk of not appearing in court and risk in the future to the community. So they've got a new system for doing that. Love it. Think it's a great idea to get money out of this equation or out of this uh, decision. We're trying to do the same thing here in Shelby County with our bail system, which depends very, very heavily on money and yeah. bail bonds and uh, and that system for release. And we, we need to change that. You've been talking about that for a long time. So when I saw that this morning, I thought to myself, I said, well, I said, if he knows about this, he must be happy. And of course, you know, given the parameters of all of this, and I don't know what they are there, but I mean, you know, to see this happen for you and maybe, you know, for D.A. Mulroy and some others, this might be, you know, something to really start to focus in on as another one of those subset problems uh, that we seem to have in our city. Yeah, bail is definitely a big, big problem. We uh, sent a demand letter threatening to sue the county for how they use money bail. Uh, just, just a little more than a year ago with our partners at the ACLU and ACLU of Tennessee and the Wharton Law Firm. And um, we've been negotiating with the county ever since to implement a new system which should go into effect uh, in February 
Uh, and so models like the one in Illinois are certainly things we look to at a state level. We don't have a lot of hope that we're going to uh, pass legislation like that in Tennessee. But it's they, Illinois has led the way. California has led the way. But other states like Kentucky and, and the District of Columbia, um, those states have also been exploring uh, what to do uh, instead of use money as this decision factor. And we, we're, we're trying to do, do our best to, to, to mimic that here in Shelby County because we've got a, a lot of work to do in that area. You're right. Before I let you go, uh, we are about to come to the close of another year. Uh, we're about to start uh, 2023. What's on the agenda for, for Just City and, uh, you know, organizations moving forward? What are you looking, what are you hoping to do? What are you hoping to see in the new year as far as criminal justice yeah. is concerned? Yeah, thanks for that question. We, uh, We've had a lot of success, or we had a lot of success early on eliminating the expungement fee, which yes. is this fee that the state and local governments charge people to have their record cleared yes. when they qualified. It was really exorbitant. And so we helped eliminate that. But there are plenty of other fines and fees and costs that hold people back. They keep them from getting expungement, not just the fee for that, but other costs. They keep people from getting driver's license. They keep people from voting. And so we're going to uh, really fo- hope to focus on um, easing the the, the burden of court debt on people in this community and at the state level over the next uh, year plus. Uh, in fact, I was just at a convening in Texas last week with a bunch of other advocates from across the country talking about court debt and how we've got to do th- do something to, to fix that problem. Uh, yeah. And so we're real excited about that money bail and that bail reform. Those conversations with the county are ongoing. We're going to focus on that. We're, our court watch program is back up and running since the pandemic has subsided. So getting people in the courts to observe what goes on in there, that's going to be a big focus in the next year or so. Uh, so lots to, lots to do. Never a, never a dull moment around this town. So absolutely. happy to. <laughs> well, absolutely that, man. Listen, I, I you know, I, I really uh, appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. I know you're busy and uh, I know there's a lot going on and I, and I, and I really triumph the success of your organization. I mean, you're making noise in this city and people are starting <laughs> to pay and people are starting to pay attention because these are some very important issues uh, that we have to kind of work our way through. But uh, listen, man, I, I, I just, uh, you know, congratulations on everything you've done so far. And well, thanks so much, Chip. Really appreciate that. Thanks for having me on, and, uh, and Merry Christmas. Hey, man, Merry Christmas to you. And uh, before I let you go, one one thing, go Grizzlies. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. We're going to get get back on the on the winning side of things tomorrow night. Merry Christmas, Josh. Happy holidays. We'll look to talk to you sometime in the future. Hey, thanks, Chip. All right, bye-bye. Josh uh, Spickler, ladies and gentlemen, a great guy, uh, the executive director of Just City, talking about uh, the agenda and some things that need to be done in the criminal court uh, area of our, uh, our city and state, and I tell you, we need more advocates like him because uh, in his organization because they are doing uh, the thing that needs to be done. God bless each and every one of them for that. We're going to take our next break, and when we come back, we're going to shift gears a little bit. And I mentioned at the top, if you weren't with us, about um, Stephen Twitch Boss, um, a very well-known dancer, performer. Uh, he worked with Ellen DeGeneres on her show for years as an executive producer took his life last week, uh, which is still a very big shock to everybody. And I want to talk to somebody about how folks feel this time of year. It's a conversation that's very important and that we need to have because uh, just because someone looks normal, quote unquote, on the outside, doesn't mean they're not having some serious issues on the inside. This is Real Talk Memphis on this cold Monday night. I'm Chip. Quick break. Right back.
If you like real talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. WYXR is supported by the Orpheum Theater, presenting Mannheim Steamroller Christmas by Chip Davis on Thursday, December 29th. The spirit of the season comes alive with the sound of Mannheim Steamroller, a holiday tradition for over 35 years. More information at orpheum-memphis.com. Music meets you wherever you are. A great record finds you, and the trick it pulls off is that it records you. The music always remembers who you were when it first hit you, and for the rest of your natural-born life, wherever you go, music can take you back to whoever you were. At Loaded for Bear, the way we approach art and brand design is to find our clients wherever they really are, meet them there, and create lasting work that captures who they are. Just like y'all, we're from Memphis, and we're listeners. Loaded for Bear is proud to ride for WYXR and community radio anywhere. This is Will Goodwin, co-founder at Crosstown Brewing Company. Just like WYXR, Crosstown Brewing supports Memphis music and our neighbors who use their talents to make it. Our beers can be found at our 3,000-square-foot taproom right here at the Crosstown Concourse and at your favorite bars, restaurants, and stores throughout Tennessee, Mississippi, and eastern Arkansas. Enjoy. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. Back to Real Talk Memphis on uh, this Monday evening. Very happy to have you with us. And uh, as I stated at the top of the show and before the break, this is a this is a tough time of year emotionally for a lot of folks, uh, for a lot of reasons, right? And uh, a lot of times we don't talk about things like this, but but yeah, I mean the 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 the, the later parts of the year as we get into the holiday season from like Thanksgiving on, uh, for a lot of folks uh, for various reasons. Uh, emotionally, it's, it's very, very tough. And we've been talking about the very high-profile uh, suicide of Stephen Twitch Boss, uh, which, which took, I mean, the, 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 the entertainment world is, is, is still completely stunned, uh, you know, as, as to, you know, what was going on with him. He's 40 years old, he's a beautiful family. Uh, you know, apparently 2023 was, was looking really good from a career perspective for him. A lot of things to look forward to. And, uh, you know, he decided, uh, you know, one day last week to uh, – uh, to end it and, uh, you know, to leave folks with that question. Well, anyway, I, I wanted to kind of explore this a little bit uh, with my guest. Uh, his name is Dr. Dan Boyd, and he is a psychiatrist uh, working with the Lakeside Group out there. And Dr. Boyd, uh, thank you for, for coming on the show tonight. I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. So, uh, you know, you and I talked a little bit about this offline. And, yes. uh, you know, I, I, I guess, uh, you know, for me, uh, you know, I, I don't know if this is something that you can explain. I, I don't know the, the psychology behind, you know, what folks are going through. I mean, you can't, 
you can't see through a person. Uh, but 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 we know that uh, you know. And, and and am I right in saying that this time of year uh, you see a, a lot of incidences of this in particular? Unfortunately, you can see it throughout the year, and it actually gets worse in the spring. Not really sure why it's worse in the spring, but uh, the spring is even is typically the worst season of the year for some reason. Hmm. That 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 surprises me, and 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 you know, so you know, I mean, I guess, how do we? I, I, I guess the, the best thing for for a lot of us, uh, you know, and what would you suggest? I mean, in terms of how you know we deal with other people, you know, basically, we don't know what people are going through, we don't know what they're yeah. thinking, we don't know their lives or all of them. I mean, how do we? I mean, how do we deal? How do we cope in, in, in times like this? Right. So you know, uh, I think I see a skewed population because I'm seeing people typically that are coming to the hospital. You know, a lot of people don't need that much. They just need you know to reach out, not give up, talk to a friend. You know, there's a spectrum, right? On one end, there's the people that just need to talk to a friend or a relative and not stay in their own head and reach out. Then there's the other the other extreme that you know needs to go in a hospital. So. That's interesting too. There is a spectrum, but but I heard someone say this, and I, and I wanted to to get your take on it uh, in reference to you know people who have decided that uh, they no longer wanted to be among the living. Uh, they said you know this is not about a person wanting to lose their life. Uh, this is really about or end their life. This is not about a person wanting to end their life. This is about someone who wants to end the pain. Yeah, and I've heard that a lot from people who struggle with suicidal thoughts that. Mm-hmm that they'll say basically exactly that, you know, not everybody has that, you know, kind of feeling, but I've, I've heard that a lot. I mean, so, I mean, and, and when you do, uh, you know, when you have these conversations, you could, because you did say that uh, for a lot of folks, a lot of people really need uh, someone just to listen to them. Uh, yes. You know, I mean, how, how important a component is that? Just, I mean, just, you know, regardless of, you know, whether it, it's to that extreme or, or, or just a lie. I mean, a lot of folks, you know, have issues and things that are going on. They just need a they need a resource of some type. Do they not? Yes. Yeah. And so some people just need a friend or somebody to talk to. Some people need to see their family doc. You know, family docs are a good start because they're so available. A lot of people trust their family docs, you know, more than you know, some specialist. But that friends, family, family doc are good places to start. And 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 just, and just really be kind of honest, uh, you know, with with your feelings and and I mean I know that people use the terminology and I really have a problem with this to be honest with you. But people say you know when you you know when a person commits suicide, you know it's a selfish act. And I mean there's a lot of ways to interpret that, but but how do you interpret that? Yeah, you know my thinking is that suicide is a human behavior, and like any human behavior, a hundred people do it for a hundred different reasons. Um, and, and some people, maybe it is selfish, but I think most people are just hopeless and desperate and they don't see a way out. And at the time of the suicide, it's almost as if they're not in touch with reality. They're, things look so depressing and so sad that they just don't see any hope that they would say if they weren't in that state, be it depression or whatever else. Uh, you know, do you categorize that? And I'm not I, I, again. I'm not a doctor, and I have no idea. But do you categorize? Do you categorize that in any way as a mental health issue, or is it something different? So, so, so much of what we see when we see suicide attempts, for example, and then people come to us, is often one of the big, like 
clinical depression or bipolar depression or schizophrenia or alcohol and drug troubles. Mm. Those are big drivers of suicide, be it depression, clinical depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, or alcohol and drug troubles. Those are those are big drivers of, of suicide. Hmm. Uh, clinical depression, uh, you use that term, the, the depression, clinical depression. What is clinical depression? Yeah, so that's, you know, we use the word, we have our little nomenclature, they call it diagnostics and statistics manual. It's kind of like our Quran or Bible, but, but it uses the word major depressive disorder. And it basically, I think when we're saying that, we're saying something that's a biological depression. You know, some people have kind of a more of a social depression or, envi- or environmental depression. They broke up with their boyfriend or girlfriend, so they're sad. Um, <clears throat> but then some people have these biology depressions where, you know, it runs in the family, their grandfather suicided, their grandmother uh, almost killed herself. And, and those folks are the ones that do well on medicines, typically. So there is a there there is a, such a thing as is that that almost sounds her, hereditary. What you were saying, what say they yes, had a, a grandfather yes, or a mother? I mean, that's 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 interesting. Yes, Go ahead. Go some ahead. of our mental illnesses are really hereditary, and some are just sort of hereditary. Mm-hmm. You know, so like schizophrenia is largely biological, genetic, hereditary. Bipolar is depression can be, but then it can be just situational because so many terrible things just happen to somebody. How do you decipher that? Just just through conversation? <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, there's no, that's typical of our field. There's, it's kind of mushy. Sometimes it's hard to tell. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I, 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 I've learned a lot from this conversation. It, it, it's, it's, just a, it's just a very puzzling thing for a lot of people. Uh, it, it is a very, you know, depressing thing for a lot of people. Uh, but, but, I mean, honestly, you know, it, it, as a psychiatrist and someone who does what you do, uh, before I let you go, please give uh, some type of, you know, advice or you know to people who are going through a depressive periods, maybe thinking, you know, some, you know, some of those dangerous thoughts and and other things. What they need to do in situations yeah. like that. And, and so, I guess my main message is: don't give up. Reach out, get some help, because probably somebody can help you. If if you're having suicidal thoughts, probably something's not right. You know, probably you've got clinical depression or bipolar or. Maybe, maybe you just need to, it may be a depression. You just need to talk to somebody like a good trained therapist or counselor, or maybe you do need to be, you know, in the hospital, but there's something would probably help you. So, and there's, and at the end here, there's no shame. I mean, honestly, I mean, I mean, a lot of people have a lot of problems, um, you know, based on a lot of different things, but I think that the main point is there's no shame in admitting that you have that correct and getting treatment. You're for right. It. You're right. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, you know, Dr. Dan Boyd, I really appreciate you taking some time uh, to talk about a, a subject that's delicate, but it's still very, very important because, uh, you know, uh, you never know in conversation, you might say something that, that someone really needs to hear. And, uh, you know, I thank you for your, your professionalism. I thank you for coming on the show and kind of breaking it down for us. And listen, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and happy holidays to you and yours. You too, Chip. Thank you. Thank you. Take, take care of yourself. Right. Thank you so much. Right. Uh, Dr. John Dan Boyd, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as, as he said, listen, you know, a lot of times you just need to have that conversation. Um, and, 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 and don't be judgmental. A lot of us are very judgmental of other people. You know, we look and we hear things and we go, something happens and we go, well, why is that? Why is that? Why did they do that? That was just stupid. That didn't make any sense. Let me explain something to you in a very simple way. You know, I can look at you. And you can look absolutely fine on the outside. You sound fine on the outside. Everything 
sounds like everything is going well, <clears throat> but some people are going through torment on the inside. The bottom line to all of this is let us try to treat each other you know, with, with the respect we want to be treated with. A lot of us don't do that. A lot of us take for granted that everything is okay just because you're okay. Just because you're okay doesn't mean I'm okay. And so, and the bottom line to it is take some time. Take some time to listen. Take some time to check in on folks. You know, take some time to make, to make sure that everybody's okay. Because whether they say so or not, you may be just the trigger to make them, to remove them from a, from a desperate place. Because they say, well, wow, that was really nice that they called and checked on me. And, and check on them just for no reason other than, you know, you wanted to check on them. You know, I called you. Hey, I haven't talked to you for a very long time. You know, hey, what, what prompted this call? Nothing. I just wanted to call and check on you to make sure you're okay. Okay? Let's try to do that with each other. I think it'll be a better world if we, if we actually, you know, implored some common decency and kindness to other people. Having said that, I'm going to go to my next break, my last break. And when we come back, we're going to shift gears and talk to a man who many of us know and who many of us listen to on a daily basis. He is John Best from 88.5 Radio. Uh, This is Real Talk Memphis. I'm Chip. We'll take our final break, and we will be right back. Don't go away. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. WYXR is supported by the Orpheum Theater, presenting Mannheim Steamroller Christmas by Chip Davis on Thursday, December 29th. The spirit of the season comes alive with the sound of Mannheim Steamroller, a holiday tradition for over 35 years. More information at orpheum-memphis.com. This is Clark Ward Keyes, co-founder at Crosstown Brewing Company. We are proud to be WYXR's official beer sponsor for 2022. Memphis music deserves Memphis beer. Working with the WYXR team has been an awesome way to support local community radio and foster a deeper connection with music while doing it. Our Instagram and Facebook pages feature all the updates regarding CBC and WYXR's frequent collaborations. Enjoy following along. WYXR is supported by Minglewood Hall, presenting Mo on Saturday, March 11th. For three decades, Mo has been known for their musical synergy, showmanship, and song crafting. More information at minglewoodhallmemphis.com. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening. Gang's all here, fired up and ready to go. And uh, 
see some folks on Facebook Live, Buddy Smith and Michael Harris and uh, uh, what's it? Lena Martin was checking us out, and, and Pat was too a little while ago. Uh, but thank you all as always. And uh, listen, uh, my next guest is someone uh, who many of us uh, know uh, from from the box, from the radio. He drives us home every day, and he has been for a long time on eighty-eight point five. He's the general manager at eighty-eight point five. Get your mouth to work, Chip, and also C nineteen TV. He's my friend. And a good guy, John Best. JB, what's up, man? Man, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Glad to be <laughs> here with my brother. Man, it's good to have you here. You know, we've been trying to make this connection for a while, and I'm glad we finally did. Yes. And uh, I know I know, I know, know you stay busy all the time over there. And I guess, you know, my first question for you, you general manager means you run the show. You run the show at the radio station, and you run the show at the TV station. How busy are your days, my friend? I'm going to put it to you like this, Chip. When I get time off, it's really not time off. You know what I'm saying? I I'm at do. home, yes. But, you know, if it's an electrical thing or a thunderstorm, I get very concerned because, you know, we a lot of this stuff is on computers. Yeah. So I'm always watching. But with technology, I'm able to watch and control from a cell phone or from a laptop away from the building. So that's what makes it easier but it's always on my mind. I would imagine it would be, uh, but yeah, thank God for modern technology. There's a lot that yes. you can do from a from a from a uh, remote location, so to speak. Uh, yes. You you uh, now C nineteen. Uh, you run that as well. Am, am I correct in that? Yes. So what it is is you know pretty much all of it. We produce a lot of content. Shout out to Don Newberry, who's over my video team and over the video team, and she makes sure they have we have a lot of videos because. We're constantly trying to tell our story and the narrative. So all the videos, once they get done, we siphon them into C-19. And anything that's going on in Memphis Shelby County Schools, we kind of putting it on C-19 in video form to tell the story. It's a great way to communicate uh, with the general public. I noticed that you do uh, a lot of uh, a lot of sort of the live thing uh, component on, on you're yes, on live sir. on radio, but I also see that you do a, a lot of interviews. How how important is that to you? I think it's it's sort of your way to connect even more with the community in terms of issues. Chip, this is where you and I we we really agree on, and I think a lot of people need to understand when you got a platform, if you're not taking it serious. You know, you might need to get out of the chair to all my people in radio because you can't you can't have this microphone in front of you and not put it to use, especially right now to tell the story of what's going on in our community. Mm -hmm. So when you have on uh, future mayors or you got businessmen, teachers or somebody that's a common man and woman, something is going on in the community, you should want the rest of the community to know. Mm -hmm. If something is hot in South Memphis, I want the people in Cordova, East Memphis, Frazier to know about it and vice versa. Yep. If there's a free clinic where they're doing um, health checks in Orange Mound, I want everybody in the city that's in that area go to that health check situation. So being on the radio, these are the things that I'm trying to push Anything that's about positivity, about family, community, it's that's all I'm about, man. I take that very serious. I know you do, and and what you what you just described is probably uh, the best way I would describe multimedia. 
I mean, I mean, yes, this sir. is this is this is clearly multimedia, you know, at its best. You're using your radio platform, you know, as 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 a broadcast platform as well, which which really, you know, is is really the way a lot of folks like to communicate these days. I would think. Right. Exactly. And also think about it. Back in the day, we just had radio. At one point, people was looking at a radio, hearing people read stories. Yeah. Then you got TV, so you got radio and TV. Now you got the internet. Now you got podcasts. Now you got, you know, Instagram stories, YouTube stories. And, you know, it's like content. If you a content creator, if you got a cell phone, to me, you're a content creator. Mm -hmm. People are doing podcasts from cell phones. I like to say, look, we in a situation where if you got a phone, you got a microphone, you got a camera, you creating content. And if you're creating content, there are plenty places for that content to live. So just like what you're doing, man, I applaud you and I thank you for doing this job because Chip, you just like me, we're not afraid to speak truth to power. True. And when you're not afraid to speak truth to power, and now you got many platforms to to speak that truth to power, you become, I won't say a dangerous man, but you're you're somebody that they need to take serious. If you're just joining us, we are spending a few minutes with John Best. Uh, he is uh, not only a radio personality, uh, but the general manager of 88.5, the voice of MC uh, Memphis, MSCS. I'm still working there on that. There you go. There you go. MSCS. There you go. Give me some time. Give me some time on it. But listen, uh, one of the things that I really love about you and really the format of the station, which I'm, I'm pretty sure you had a lot to do with uh, formulating, is the fact that you train these young folks uh, to who may have an interest in wanting to pursue uh, this end of the business. Tell me how important that is to you, and 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 really what message you're trying to send. Because I, because you do a you you're very very supportive of our young folks, and I, and I I really appreciate that. Yes, sir. I appreciate it as well because again, if I'm in a position, I'm I want to use this position to help create future Chip Washingtons and future John Best, future sports broadcasters, uh, people that run uh, a control room. Chip, I had a, a local business tell me they wanted me to teach the children how to run cable. Ladies, running, ladies and gentlemen, running cable is somebody's holding a camera and then there's somebody that's taking the, the yeah. cable and following the man on the camera. True. I said, no, sir, I want my children to learn how to Hold the camera. I want them in the control room. Okay, we go into camera two, we go into camera three. Yep. These are the situations that I want to intentionally teach them about. Not just being in front of the camera, being behind the camera, being in the audio room, making sure you can, can control uh, how to control microphones, how to control lighting, makeup, journalism, all my writing. If you write anything that you can do, I want to put you in a position to use it in broadcasting, Chip. So when I get young people to come to me, I'm looking at them top to bottom. How do they look? How do they talk? How do they conduct themselves? Because I'm looking at, okay, they may be good on radio or they may be good on TV. Oh, they may be a good interviewer. This is why education is so important. Our children have talents and it's up for educators to extract that talent and put it to use. How can somebody be sitting on the side in your class they on the phone and they did their work and it's easy to them. You're not challenging them. Put them in a situation that makes them uncomfortable to make them utilize their brains because they got it in them. And when they come to me, Chip, I'm going to put them to work somewhere. 
they're not going to be on their phone when they with me. This is uh, why this is so so important. And, and, and you know, again, uh, th- that's why I wanted to, to connect up with you because I, I listen to you and I study you, you know, as well. In particular, you know, we, our young kids are getting a rap. You know, there's a lot going on out here in the streets, John. You've talked about it. I've talked about it as well. And it really saddens our hearts, especially, you know, with our youngest ones that are, that are, that are, that are sort of falling – you know, falling on you know to the side, uh, but motivation, encouragement, support, uh, and everything you just talked about is really what is needed. And instead of pushing them away, throwing them away, and saying, "Oh, they're not going to be any good," let's embrace them. You know, and let, let's pull them to our bosom and teach them and show them something. I like what you just said a minute ago about the smart ones. You know what? If they're smart, let's see how smart they are. Let's challenge them to be even smarter and better. But also, Chip, even give me the ones that's failing. If they making straight Fs, give them to me. I'm not afraid to reach out to that that young man, that young woman, yeah. because they got an F. But why do they have an F? What are, what are they not understanding? Imagine if we find out, Chip, oh, they, they, they sitting too far away from the board, so they can't see the lessons. You know what I'm saying? Sure, then sure. now they might be able to get an F to a D to a C to a B, but I don't look at grades when I get children. You come in front of me, I don't even care what you're making, but I know I'm going to produce something in you so when you go back to your class or your school, you're going to be different, guaranteed. Hey, man, let me just say this. Uh, thank God for you. Thank God, you know, they're smart enough to, to know what they have, you know, uh, in the kitchen out there. You are you are making some things happen, my friend. I'm so proud of you and and really encouraged by, by your words. And I know that anybody who uh, is uh, checking us out right now on Facebook Live or happens to listen to the podcast when it's loaded up, it's going to learn something because uh, you're, 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 a, you're a preacher and you're a teacher. And, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I, I, I'm glad to call you friend, man. So listen, uh, Merry Christmas to you and yours and a Happy New Year. And uh, I look forward to chopping it up with you in 2023. Oh, yes, sir. We got, we got to make it a, a deal. We might have to have a, a panel or something of uh, truth speakers or something, man, because <laughs> we need to show some of these people that got these platforms we can't be talking about things that's bringing us down. We need to be lifting up. We got a mayor race coming that's very important. So we need to have the people that's that's not afraid to get out here and speak that truth amongst our people, Chip. So you got me. Whatever you need, the answer is yes already. I appreciate you, my brother. Listen, you stay safe. Be safe out there and keep on teaching that truth. Uh, God bless you, and we'll talk to you soon down the road. Same to you. Thanks so much for having me, bro. All right. Take care, man. Yes, sir. So. Ladies and gentlemen, John Best, uh, I tell you what, if, if you if you did not hear everything he had to say, you need to get the podcast, you need to check it out, download it, subscribe to it, because that man spoke some truth. Seriously, hard truth. I mean, these are some of the things that we need to, uh, that we need to talk about. We can't be afraid uh, to embrace uh, difficult moments or, or difficult people in life because everybody can be taught. And a lot of folks, uh, you know, on Facebook Live are, are really praising the conversation uh, that we just had. So I really thank my boy JB for that. As I do all of my guests, as uh, Brent plays us out, uh, it has uh, just been a, a wonderful, wonderful show tonight. A lot of information, 
I hope that when you get a chance to sit by yourself, sit quietly, you think about some of the things that you heard tonight because uh, there were some really lessons, some big lessons in the conversation. So listen, this is the last time we're going to talk before Christmas. So I want to I want to wish you uh, and uh, your family a very Merry Christmas. We will be back here uh, a week from tonight, which will be the 26th, after Christmas, after you've opened all your presents and everything else. But listen, uh, thank you all for supporting this show. Uh, please continue to do so. More faces on Facebook Live, please. That's my, I don't make resolutions, but that's what I like for 2023. So listen, for all of us here, for Nicole, for Lola, and for Brent, who is our, our, new board, our new board guy. He just started. Excellent job, my man. Excellent job tonight. Good job. Really appreciate you. Appreciate all of you out there as well. So from all of us, I'm Chip. We're out. Merry Christmas. See you on the other side.